Hi and welcome to episode 231 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, as always joined by KC. Hello. And the returning Connie. How's things, mate? Uh, well, yeah, right. Aye, uh, all good. Um, international books are shit, aren't they? Yep. Yes. <laughs> it's. I thought that on. being... <laughs> Being that you know we're we're of course rubbish now and in the championship and everything, I thought maybe I'd care a bit more about international football, but no. Turns out when the, when it's the World Cup or the Euros, I care, and the rest of the time I don't really. Yeah, <laughs> it's just we, we've said it for years, haven't we? Just season's just getting started. You know, teams are just like getting into flows and stuff like that. And you know, you've, you you people like with us in our situation, you know, not a lot of new faces, a lot of change and what have you, and. Um, then bang, four or five games in international work. He just really come on. Yeah, the timing of it's weird. Like I, I don't forget about Glen Kamara because he came on in that game. I keep forgetting that Ilya Gruev is a person. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's we signed him two and a bit weeks ago, and I've never seen him. So yeah. he might as well not be there. I'll be honest, if it weren't for football manager, I wouldn't know what he looked like. Hey, we don't get paid for this, but hey, everyone, it's out November 6th, so the beta will be out about two weeks before that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's just, it, we've been saying it for years, haven't we? I mean, I, I remember going back years, um, it, it wasn't long after Man United had signed Van Nistelrooy, if you, if you both remember. And he went away playing this nothing meaningless game for Holland and he got crocked and Fergie at roof. And don't get me wrong, it was funny. But <laughs> looking back now, you think he's got a point. You know, he's just paid all this money, but you know, British record for this striker and he's going to knackered himself in a meaningless game against Albania or something like that. Yeah. yeah, whereas last you know last season Leeds uh, at least did the decent thing and uh, chose to crock their own striker in a meaningless game that he definitely didn't need to come off the bench for. <laughs> That's right, Americans. We're still going to bang on about it. Um, <laughs> so um, there isn't a great deal of news. In, in fact, there's various fuck all news since the last podcast. But Connie, you weren't... <laughs> but, but you weren't here. So basically. Um, what did overall? What do you reckon to his transfer window? Um, I was pleasantly surprised on deadline day. Uh, I think last time I went on, we you know we were all sort of the idea where there's if we got a full back and a midfielder, we'd have been all right with that. But yeah. to get... we weren't thinking left back, admittedly. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but um, to end up with. Uh, four, were it on deadline day? Spence, the actual Nuev, deadline day ones were Spence, Anthony. Gruev, Anthony. Gruev, was Kamara on deadline day as well? Kamara, that's the one. Yeah, yeah so to end up with four on deadline day, um, I was happy with that. Um, I, was a bit, I thought when it had got to that such a late stage, I didn't think Sinistera were going to go, to be honest. But it is what it is. Um, I think Anthony will... Do a good job for us. I was saying to you earlier, Jack, I'm not going to lie and pretend I watched him a lot in Championship for Bournemouth, but I, the few games that he's played this year in Premier League for Bournemouth, he's looked good. So, yeah, that's promising. Um, Kamara, again, we were talking before, I think the the main target would have made it and when obviously that went pear-shaped, Kamara went back up. But again, 
you know, no problems with that signing. Um, and uh, I think Spence and Gro- I mean, Groves a bit of an unknown, really, isn't it? Uh, but Spence over at the moment with that signing. But I think, yeah, overall, um, I don't think we can fault it, really. We've got rid of a lot of players who didn't want to be there and don't want to be there, fair enough. Um, we've got a team there now who wants to be there, wants to play for the club. Hopefully, they're buying into what Farker's doing. and Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've said it before, but I'm really pleased with Spence. I yeah. think, given the way Fark has been setting up with the really high wide right back, yeah. if it works, he could end up being like the maybe even the key difference in yeah, how because as a between the start of the season and now, I believe it's still true. Luke Ayling has had the most touches in the final third for Leeds of anyone. Yeah. And in theory, Jed Spence is a better attacking player than him. And it should, give, and, it, um, should make it easier against these teams sitting back. That and Luke Ayling, as much as I love him, um, he has been dribbled past the most so far in the league. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the difference is, Jed Spence might get dribbled past as well, but we'll probably catch him up. Yeah, we're going to say, yeah, he's not 32, 33 now, is he, Ayling? Something like that. What, what so, I'm taking from that is that he is the English Gareth Bale and we need to move him forward to right wing. Well, we, Farker does basically play him like we. Yeah, I'm going to say it's, but he might as well be there, aren't they? Um, but yeah, um, I'm happy enough with with signings we've made. Um, Ampadu so far looks like a steal uh, for what we've paid for him. Yeah, um, at, the, at the moment in my head, I mean it's incredibly early days, but right now he is walking player of the year. Yeah. So you've got him. <laughs> I mean. Rodon on loan, I, I was happy when we got him in on loan. He, he seems solid enough. Um, he's he, no frills. He just keeps. He, he does the basics right, which I think in at this level will get you a long way. Yeah. Um, Darlo for half a million pound, roughly, um, as a backup. And to be honest, I think that um, in in having Darlo there, it's. I do think it's pushed Meslier on this year. Um, I think it's sort of giving him a kick up the ass. I think, to be honest with you, because he has got a genuine, you know, contender, and it's a Farker signing as well, which I think yeah. will give him a kick up the ass. Yeah, um, there was one other question that I asked KC, but you have the same problem as him. The question was, are you more or less confident than you were right at the start of the season? But I'm looking now at your predictions, and your prediction was first. Yeah, I'm. So I'm you can't be more. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm not saying any less. Um, I think once it clicks with us, I think I think we'll be flying. I really do. Um, a lot of people might call it blind optimism and say I've got my rose tinted glasses on, but no, I've um, I've said it now, so I'm I'm going with it. Yeah, HMS Pistol League is ready to set sail. Just to be clear, those are of course white rose tinted glasses. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so yeah, there isn't really a great deal else to talk about, so we may as well just get straight into the Millwall game and this be a bit of a shorter one, uh, because you know, there hasn't been any news since the last one, and hasn't um, that been nice? <laughs> to, it has actually to just, because... to just go a few weeks of you know, of, of whether it's a dickhead saying, No, I'm here to fight and I'm gonna help this. Oh, oh, actually, no, I'm leaving. Um, you you know, uh, it was it was nicely. Bye. 
Um, <laughs> after, after a few months of that, I, I'm quite happy for nothing to be happening. Ah, uh, you know what it's like. Someone will come out, and it turns out that like we're getting a 25 point deduction or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you both, Summer. Um, sorry, going back to uh, transfer uh, window. So, of everyone who's gone this summer, mm. you can have one back, Jack Harrison. Yeah. Jack. I'm glad. I'm glad we had that conversation, and I think we can all move on. Okay. Look. <laughs> I'm trying to think because my gut, my instant thing is exactly the same. But I said on the last pod, we have 10 options for four forward places. <laughs> so, like, I, 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 bear, bear in mind, right? We can t- take away, and I know it's hard, take away everything that's been said and done by all these rats that have jumped ship. But based purely on playing ability, you can have one back over it. It's still Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison definitely is the best. Uh, Jack, Jack Harrison tugged at the art strings. I'm not going to lie. When he left, that, that hit did that. It, it really upset me. But genuinely, uh, I look at the, the, the players who have gone. Um, Christensen was poor last season. Brendan Aronson was fucking useless. Um, the, the closest... You know, it's either Sidistera and given Angus Kinnear's comments, it's looking unlikely. Yeah, um, I was going to say if if I'm taking Connie at his word of you forget everything personality based. Yeah, the only one that has an the only one that actually has an argument is unlocking these deep sitting defenses. It probably would be Sinistera over Harrison. Uh, but, like, Sinister has been a prick, so fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the other side of it for me with Harrison is that um, you're looking at someone who, in the Premier League for three seasons for his position, typically got a decent goal haul each year. You know, you had two years where I think he got eight goals. One year, did he get the first year he got eight goals, eight assists? Yeah, um, first year, yeah. Yeah. Like it, you know, he's he's a genuinely quality player. Um, I think it kind of took an hour with Addison because he's one of the else's boys. Yeah, I, I, I suppose if if I'm taking off my own, but if I take Jack Harrison out of it, um, I suppose there's probably an argument for for Verba. If, if, if you again kind of looking at it, and as although again. If I'm looking at it from a squad building perspective, you're probably looking at Liam Cooper being phased out over the next year or so because of his age now. Um, So you'd have him and Strauch as your left-sided player. He is versatile enough to play left-back and centre and could probably play alongside Ampadu as well if you wanted sort of a a stronger, more defensive-minded midfield too. Um, so yeah, like I, I think he adds a lot of versatility, whereas I, th- I think that's kind of one of the things with Sinistera is I think he fits into this team. It, it and I think, I, th- I think, and this is the sort of that I said about him last season, I think he his best role is also Willie Nanto's best role, and I don't think you need two of them no. now that until we sign two center mids on. Deadline day, 
Mm. I could have sat here and gone, I know he was shit last season, but we're now having 60% of the ball and Mark Rocker actually would be good. <laughs> well, I, I weren't expecting Mark Rocker's name to come up, I'm not going to no, lie. <laughs> that is before we signed two central midfielders. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll be honest with you then, since uh, you've uh, made yours, um, I'm going to throw me out in there and get behind Weston McKenney to come back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the American bashing continues. It's a shame, Con, that we are, it's a shame we aren't big enough to get a clickbait article of, oh, Leeds United podcasters claims that Leeds should have tried to bring back Weston <laughs> Stop the train, get him off. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm with Casey on uh, Max Verber, but Again, I think had we not, if we didn't have Ampadu, and obviously we've got Archie coming through now as well, I'd have liked Tyler to stay. Me, I, I think I think we missed him last year when he got injured. Yeah, but yeah. as the, the I, different, I, I didn't even really think about Tyler Adams because he isn't one of the loans, and well, I was I trying thought... to stick. I was trying to stick to them, but also yeah. he apparently. It sounds like he was going to try and sue his way out of the club as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Centre mid called Tyler. I thought we were on about Tyler Roberts. <laughs> Sorry, I misunderstood that one. It's, uh, Marcel, he was a key central midfielder in Marcelo Bielsa's plans. Yeah. That's what Rodrigo. Um, <laughs> I mean, because like, even, if, even if, God if gets it wrong sometimes. <laughs> if you are saying not just the loans, the actual one that would probably be the best one to have back would be Rodrigo because he'd score twenty, he'd score twenty five goals in this league. Oh God, you imagine him in that league with service? Yeah, like it, just because he is a level above it. But yeah, no, overall pretty happy. Yeah, um, and it's weird to say that because what are we six, six points from five games, which isn't a, it's not a disaster start, but it's not a good one. Mm. Um, mate, we've already won the league. We've do, we've done what Burnley did. That's, yeah. that's five, <laughs> and they. Sunday, we're playing a team that have got seven points from their five. Uh, Millwall away, which we have a great record away at Millwall. Mm. Like we... famously, <laughs> in like stellar record. In recent memory, we drew one all there when Jack Harrison scored. Yeah, is that the only point we've got in like the last five six visits? I don't, nothing sticks out majorly for me beating Millwall. Like, God, probably since like Gary Monk. Yeah, like, I mean, we've won yeah. home, we've won enough home games against them, but the away games. Yeah. I've just got it here. So the away games uh, recently lost 2 1, the one, um, drew 1 all, lost 1 0, lost 2 0, lost 2 0, lost 1 0. <laughs> We won 1 0 away in 2012. That's the last time. Did Adam Clayton score? No, it was Ross McCormack. Ah. Oh, have you, got the, have you got that game up? Uh, <laughs> I, I've got it here, as you mentioned it. Uh, would you like to hear the team? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, Come on, let's, let's, um, let's have a laugh. Why not? I mean, tw- 2012, I'm trying to think who. Lonergan and Gold. Lonergan will uh, be in goal. Lonergan is in goal. Becchio is one of the strikers. This team and is Mc- all over the place. And McCormack, team. because you said it. Yes. Davin OD. Uh, yes. Ooh. All right, then. Um, my, my boy, Adam Clayton. Yes. 
Johnny Alson. Uh, no, Johnny is gone at this point, I believe. Oh, had he gone by that point? Uh, yeah, it's in March. Of tw- it's March 2012. So he's, ah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Fair news. Um, uh, Snoddy. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should have remembered that. Um, what positions are we missing, KC? Um, as best I'm looking at this, there's a. Oh, what is this team? <laughs> right, there's there is a defender playing in midfield. There is a centre back playing right back, and two more defenders. There's loads of defenders, and this is had a lot of defenders playing all over the place. And this is our second season back in the championship, isn't it? So, also, also, while you mull this over, uh, Rob Snodgrass got a yellow card in the second minute by the looks of things. Ah, well, you know. It's um, Millwall, you've got to be up for it. Um, I'm going to say um, Andy O'Brien. No, this is uh, af- after the falling out with Andy O'Brien, I believe. Uh, yeah, which loads of stuff allegedly happened. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we will move on from that. You see, I was, I was going to say Danny Pugh until you said a lot of defenders because he was back that season, wasn't he? I don't know if it he's, was. He, yeah, he's not in the squad here. Right. Also, sorry, I've just noticed that their front, uh, they had a front three of Darius Henderson, Andy Keogh and Harry Kane. Jesus. Well, and probably <laughs> Jimmy Abdu because it was always Jimmy Abdu. Hey, um, yes, he was. Well, all against well. us is Jimmy Abdu. Um, so we need a load of defenders. Uh, Alex Bruce? Yes, I, gen- I genuinely didn't think you'd you'd put pick him out in there because he'd sort of fallen off the face of the earth at this point for for us anyway. Uh, is, this, is this Warnock? It is no. under Warnock. Oh, oh we're uh, under Warnock. Yeah, we are under Neil Warnock. Well, in that case, blame Tom Lee's. Uh, yes, Tom Lee's, who I think is playing at right back. Right. How many more do we need? Uh, you've got one more defender who was on loan and a central midfielder. Tongue? No, but you, you're on, you're on the right lines. Brownie. I have a look on his face, Brownie. <laughs> it is Brownie. <laughs> Michael fucking Brown. <laughs> get a um, then. The other defender, I went out on a limb here. If we were on loan, would it Paul Robinson? It was Paul Robinson. Oh, yeah, well, really well done, Conrad. I've never got that in a million years. And um, to to round off such a motley crew, <laughs> your your subs benches: Paul Connolly, Robbie Rogers, Zach Thompson, Mikhail Forsell, and Danny Weber. Danny Weber, Jesus. Mikhail Forsell and Danny Weber, who will have been what? 72 between them, probably. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there's, there's a, combined a, there's a lot to pick at there, because obviously you've got Paul Connolly, who seemed to fall out with each incumbent that, that followed. Robin I Rogers... absolutely hate Paul Connolly for what he did to me with my Jason Crow shirt, the prick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've got Robin... You've got Robbie Rogers, who got decapitated and was, was never seen again. Uh, lo- lovely man who I met on on the tube one time as well while I was in London. Um you've got Zach Thompson who who looked who looked like a decent player and just fell away. Um Mikhail Forsell who I 
still not entirely sure how he ended up at Leeds or why he brought his friend Mika Barron in with him, but, you know. Uh, and then sure Danny Webber. Fairly sure both of them Finnish lads played away at the Emirates when me and Connie went. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I'm trying to remember which year it was. Oh, no, it was the year we went. Was it the year no, that was you guys went. You guys went to the good Emirates game. I, I've not been to a good Emirates game. Oh, did we go? Did we? We went when we drew. You the, went uh, when Henri scored, didn't you? Yes, I yeah. went when Thierry Henry scored, and nothing else happened at all. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Michael, Bra- uh, Michael Brown twatted Martin Keown at yours. Ah, uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and I saw Robbie Gartz, you know, in a in a subsequent game as well. So, yeah. You see, I've, speaking I've of seen Alex- some things. Speaking of Alex Bruce, if I remember it rightly, Jack, when me and you went down there, he had game of his life, did Alex Bruce against Arsenal. I'll be honest, I, can't, I, I know that we played well that day and obviously we got the one all, and it was a late equaliser and stuff, but I don't really remember any individual performances. I remember as I remember going winning the penalty and the penalty and the, us giving away a penalty. <laughs> the, the main thing I remember about the, the game you went to, because... because you guys went to that because I was coming back from holiday that day and logistically couldn't make it work. Mm. Um, was the return of Ben Parker to Mark Theo Walcott? <laughs> ben yeah. Parker fresh off an injury. Yeah, okay, like what? This isn't. This can't bear in mind work. as well. We're, we're talking probably at that time a twenty-four-year-old Theo Walcott as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing, wasn't it? Didn't he give away that penalty, which got us the replay money? And with that replay money, we signed George McCartney, so Ben Parker didn't play anymore. I think so. And, yeah. McCartney. <laughs> and George McCartney was shit. Yep. Um, so, anyway, we are. <laughs> uh, anyway, Glenn, Glenn Hayes is trying to get us back on topic here. Hi, lads. I've had good authority that Millwall are planning on welcoming us with a bunch of white roses, a red carpet, and releasing thousands of dubs of peace. Aren't they lovely? They're the EFL family club of the year, mate. They are lovely. Backing set of fans. and never heard a peep out of them, boys. Lovely yeah, family. Nothing, nothing dodgy at all. And, you know. Never heard a it. thing about them. What is it? They'll, they'll, they'll treat you right unless you're in any way different. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. They've had an okay start, same as us. Um, but they've played 3-4-3 in four out of the five games. The one they didn't was against Norwich. They got beat 3-1 and deservedly so. And went straight back to 3-4-3. Three, three. So I'm assuming, I think it's a fairly safe bet they'll stick with that. Looking at their predicted lineup, yep. Three years of spoiled Premier League fan. There's a lot I don't know. Um goalkeeper's Matthias Arkic, brother of former Leeds player Oliver. Um and he had a really good game for Wolves against us in the League Cup last season. Um a game that we probably should have won. Uh, back three, I don't really know Ryan Leonard, but the other two are Jake Cooper, who's massive and maybe the best set-piece target in the league. And uh, Sean Hutchinson, who's been there for ages as well, and he's pretty decent. Um, wing-backs for San Joe Bryan in the summer, who I'd have had. It's not a bad signing, that, yeah. yeah I'd have, um, the right wing-backs, Norton Cuffey and Dan McNamara, I don't know either of them. Um, in midfield, that Billy Mitchell, I remember his name because it's the same as an EastEnders person. Uh, <laughs> and, and also a disgraced guy who cheated his Donkey Kong records and is now trying to sue the people that caught him cheating. <laughs> uh, 
if you ever got if you ever gone, there's loads of good documentaries about it on YouTube, most of them by Kyle Jobs. Uh but yeah, uh, the one decent sentiment that, that I do know about is I've got George Savile, and he's a pretty good player. Um, and then up top, Tom Bradshaw's got previous against us. Yeah. I don't really know Kevin Nisbet, but he's got a couple this season. And Zion Fleming is meant to be very good, skillful, tries to be more than I believe there was a thing he has like the most shots of anyone in the league. He just fucking loves a shot, so you have to close him down. I, I mean, you left out a very important man in uh, in, in our friendship. To be honest, backup goalkeeper. Oh my god, again, you got Bialkowski goalkeeper. Yeah. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that they still that he was there. He's got to be getting on him now. He's gotta be, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, big yeah. big fan of Bartos Bialkowski. And and not particularly for how good he is as a goalkeeper, more just his willingness to get absolutely brayed by a football. And stand <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I mean the squad list I'm looking at doesn't even have him on it. <laughs> <laughs> but they've only got one goalkeeper on it, so I'm assuming that you're right. Um, oh, they've also got Duncan Watmore, who uh, I am very pleased. I'm very pleased to see that he's managed to still forge out a career because he looked really good, and then he's then his knee exploded twice. Well, like, am I when thinking he was of the, Yeah, yeah, it yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, he um he was um. He was looking really good when he was younger, but yeah, he really wasn't great. Um, we have had a comment again, Glenn, saying have they still got Jed Wallace because he's very good on his day? No, he's at West Brom, and the only reason I know that is because we just played West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we hadn't just played him, I wouldn't have known. Um, so, yeah, the more interesting thing is they seem to be sticking to this 3-4-3 no matter what. Farker seems to be sticking to a 4-2-3-1 no matter what. But if they're playing a three, you would hope that we're going to basically... It won't be a ten and a nine, but they'll both really push up. Yeah. Which they tend to look better when they do that, especially off the ball. We pressed miles better against Ipswich when they both went than we than we did afterwards when only one of them went. Yeah, I, I wonder if for this, if you maybe switch it around and, and go back to Ruter in the middle with Piro and Somerville on the right. Because um, I, I know... We, I know he's be them too, in the middle. Because I, I know he has sort of played around with it a little bit. And, and I still think probably long-term, it's... I think it's better for us with Somerville in, in the middle and Rutaire coming in off the right. But um, I think for this one against the back three, you, you'd probably go with those two. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it will on paper be Piro at ten and Rutter at nine. But I think that they'll both basically play up front. Yeah. Um, I can't see it not being Nonto and Somerville on the wings. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jaden Anthony will be available now, so you'd think he'd be on the bench. But I'd be surprised if he started this one. Um, Archie Gray, I suppose, depends on fitness because. He did pull out of England under 19s. I don't know if I'm fairly sure that that was just for he's played a lot of football, let him have a rest. Yeah, but I suppose, I suppose though, now with 
with the signings on deadline day, especially if he doesn't play, it's not like we're not lacking in depth there now. There's plenty that can come in, isn't there, I suppose, if not. Yeah, like it wouldn't be that big a shock, 17 year old kid away at Millwall, if he went Glen Kamara instead. Yeah. It wouldn't be a, it, it'd be reasonable. Um, but like Ampadu is nailed. Unless, yeah. unless he gets injured, he'll play every game. Yeah. Um, do you think Spence get now starts ahead of Ailing? Yeah. Yeah. For me, he's I know he had that little cameo, didn't it, of a week, but he showed glimpses, didn't he, of what he's about. Mm-hmm. Um and again, I I will I will bang the drum for Luke Ailing as, as to anyone who wants to sit and listen to it. But it's it's like with Cooper now, isn't it? I think time's come to Gradually phase him out, and you know, and yeah, I, I, I'd go with Spence. Yeah, um, it'll be Rodon and Stroud, you would think. Um, the left back, obviously, we still don't have one. It long term, I don't want to keep seeing this because it's not a good idea, but I'm assuming Shackleton keeps his place. He's done no long, has it? Uh, warrant being dropped, is it's wherever he's being asked to play. He's gone in there and he's, he's done a decent job. He's been one of the surprises for me, to be honest. This shackle and this year, pleasant, uh, pleasant surprise with him. Yeah, there was the talk that uh, Byram might be available after this break. Um, but yeah, if, if Byram's fit, I, I think Byram will come back in. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think if they're both fit, it, it's a, t- a tough one either way because they've both done well when asked to play there. Yeah. As oh, well yeah, as Shackleton did in that game, there was a real vulnerability with balls over the top down his side. But there it's wasn't really much you could do it's about it. It's not his fault he's five foot four. No, but it just means <laughs> play someone else if you can. Like he's not a left back. No, it's it's like say both of them have I think I think we mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago that you know, up to press have been like among the better performers. Foot team so far, both by the man Shackleton. So, either one I'd be happy with. Yeah. And it'll be Melier in goal. Um, so, we're pretty nailed on the team. So, that that is just, you know, potentially Byram in back in at left back of his fit. And we think Spence will come in. Otherwise, pretty much the same. Is there like anything that you, that you personally would do that isn't what we expect it to be? No, I, I, I think um, I, I honestly think that if we go, we carry on doing what we're doing and stick to the plan that Fark's got in place, and um, I think with players we've got there as well as the ones that have stayed, um, oh, they did it with that. I genuinely think it'll click like this. It showed glimpses against Ipswich and Ipswich are a bad side at all. Um, I, I won't change a thing. At minute, I really won't. Yeah, so yeah. it's same. Like I think we're, I think we now need to get that, especially with the front four, is kind of get us settled. This is this is where we want everyone to be. We're not juggling people around and still trying to figure out where where it works best. I think we need to just, you know, don't do the leads thing. Just play. The best championship striker at uh, striker play, 
probably the best left winger on the left wing. Um, do whatever it is we need to do with Somerville because I think he can do whatever in, the, in this league. But, um, you know, I, I think you just keep it simple and you just put out the, the best 11 there. And I think that's what we've been playing already for the most part. Cool. Uh, we do have one more question in the comments before we get on to predictions. Shackleton has one year left on his deal. Would you give him a new contract right now? I yeah. would wait. I'd if um, it's a tough one. Um, I don't think he'd be open to it, and I don't blame him. But I'd, I'd be tempted to offer him a, a, another year extension at this point. But I wouldn't expect him to sign that at his age. Um, but yeah, it's a tough one. I think based on current form, he earns it. But it's a long season, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think you. I think your concern if your him is if I sign this contract and then we go up, it's as good as means nothing. That contract, I will, I will be out the door. Yeah. Um, unless he has such a good season that. He can justify being in in the Premier League squad, but you know, realistically, I still think this season he's he's probably going to end up playing forty to fifty percent of games. Um, so that that's only going to go down if 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 we go up. So yeah, for him, un- unless it comes with a big pay rise, it, it's probably not worth it for him to to just be signing a one-year extension or, no. or anything. I won't be committing myself as a club to, at this point, chucking a three-year extension at him and all like that, like Gersey says. Five. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say if it would all it'd be there for it. It'd be like, it'd be like a Chelsea contract. A, a it, Chelsea but... eight. <laughs> yeah, but no, got... it... I can't help but think long-term for his career, his best bet is have a good year this year and then get a really good contract at another championship club. Yeah. It, I think it's one of them. In it. I mean, we, we've said it about a couple of them. I think championship is now Ailing's level. Um, Cooper's, again, I have no issues with him being there. It's his level. And I think same goes for Shackleton, to be honest. Um, it, it, did, it did okay for us when he came into the team. Uh, when we got promoted last time, um, didn't really pull up any trees in Premier League, did he? Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I think it's his level. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not having a go at lad. It's, it's what it is, isn't it? But um, yeah, I think if we've for this for this season at least, um, I'd definitely rather have him around place for this season than not. Um, you know, I think he gets it done. He, he gives a shit. And I think it's something that it's just nice to have around players again in after last 12 months. Yeah. So um the you know Alex our control has sent in that he reckons that this will be a two-all draw. Um and I must admit I was thinking draw as well. Uh so I'm gonna go one apiece. Uh I too actually with one apiece. Wow. I'm gonna say clicks for us, and we nick it to one. 
always rely on Con for the positivity, who That's has a thought. Got- Predicted a win in every game so far this season. Uh, I, I, I keep saying HMS Pistol League, it's it's ready to set sail. <laughs> it's like Mark Lawrenson's predictions where if you add them, all, <laughs> add them all up at the end of every season, Liverpool have 112 points or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it'll be a tough game. Millwall away is always a difficult game. But if the one thing is, I suppose, our most quote-unquote, in theory, most difficult game is the one we won. Yeah. Wales, which was probably our most difficult game, and we managed to win that. If I mean, We've got Glenn in the comments saying, I'm confident, back-to-back clean sheets, 2-0 leads. If we keep back-to-back clean sheets, then I will be impressed. Um, <laughs> but if we, if we manage to keep, like, 65% of the ball, it makes it a lot easier to keep them out. Um, so, yeah, if we can get a result in this, it'll be massive. Um, the, the thing is, I mean, let's face it, I'm going to say when, I don't, because I do think it's a matter of when, not if it clicks. Um, there's too much talent there, too much quality players in that in, for this league that we've got for it not to work. Um, and I think when it does, I can't see many teams in this league doing much against us, I'll be honest. Our front four, I do I do every time I look at that front four and then like the four options behind them. Yeah. I do keep looking at it and going, God, the attacking options are somewhat really yeah. good here. And I think the more Rodon gets to play with Strauch, I, I think that's gonna flourish. That I, I really do. I think I think the uh, dropping down a league will do Strauch's confidence no end of good. Um because there is a player in there. We all know there is. It's just it just went out. It just went tits up for him last year, like with everyone else. But I, I do. I, I've said it to a few people. I genuinely think that when we decide to turn it on, I, there's there's not a lot in this league that scares me. If we if we turn up, not at all. Cool. Uh, have we got anything else we need to go through before we get away, lads? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Cool, nice one. Well, uh been talking to you. Hopefully, um, hopefully we can get a result. We will be back one of the evenings next week. We'll see what one works best. Um, but until then, I've been Jack. See you. I've been Casey. Have a good one. I've been Connor. See you also. In a bit. <laughs>